This is Nerd Talk Plus Presents Game Club. And I am Jordan, and I'm with my two other hosts, Jose. Hello. And Javier. Zooming will take now, I am introducing the show today because I am the one that picked the game. You see, for 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 game club, yes, and and this month's game club game was hmm, Psychonauts. Yes, for for all you psychotic um, fans out there, yeah, fanatics, if you will, um, this one was for you. Um. Um. Yes. Psychonauts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mother. He's trolling me. <laughs> I'm like, turn it! Turn it! D- d- turn it! You hear them laughing, they're playing a bento game. Puzzle game of the sort. The secret sauce. The secret puzzle game of so bento. keeps us together. Is it? Oh. Is it? No. I did not think so either. Wrong. Uh, you messed Wrong. up, man. You messed up again. Wrong. You need the peace. Wrong. Anywho, uh, like I was saying, we're here to talk about Psychonauts. Wrong. Um, which is the game Wrong. that all of us... <laughs> I'm not trolling this guy. I'm just retarded. So, like as I was saying, Psychonauts... You guys played it? Yes. Good. You liked it? You liked it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Very psychotropic. It was very hilarious. Very funny, indeed. Yes. For those who haven't played Psychonauts, first of all, we're going to get into spoilers in this podcast, so be warned of that. Yeah. It's it's all going to probably be all over the place. But that being said, too, you know... Statue of Limitations. This is an original Xbox game. It's been out since 2005. Statue but, of Limitations. This is a game club, son. But at the same time, you know, we understand that fans, with just like myself, with the second game coming out, you m- might have just been like, oh, Raz the first dies. the first game's on a Game Pass. Or with the people who were kids playing the game at the time when it came out, and now your parents and your kids are interested you can be like, this game has a prequel. Look at it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Is the second game as cool? Bet you're bippy. And that's probably why they added the um, original game to Game Pass. Absolutely. Um, to get people interested in the... Easy hype access. Exactly. That, you know, that's free freaking marketing right there, you know? It's free real estate. But, anyway, getting to... The whole story of it all. The game is about you play as a character whose name is Rasputin, and he finds his way to a camp where they train young, you know, kids, like teenagers, young gifted kids, gifted kids, They're how to be kids. psychonauts. He's playing that kid. You know what I'm saying? This is another promise line. And even though he wasn't invited, he still manages to get there and be like, yo, I'm better than all these fools, right? 
let me prove it to you. And they're all like, we don't care how good you is. You ain't supposed to be here because, you know, you ain't supposed to be here. You know, you need parent permission and all that good stuff, right? So we're going to call your parents. You can stay in the cabin. And he's all like, ha, 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 joke's on you. You can't take no classes. Well, they say that. Yeah. And then they're all like, we just kidding. Because <laughs> we're going to put you in this uh, beginner's course with uh, the freaking um, military dude. What's his name? Oleander. Oleander, yeah. And then, um, and then we're going to take you to Nine, Agent Nine. And he's going to do his little thing. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. But basically at this camp, you're learning all these psychic abilities. And you become, you, you go up against a, like a, a big threat uh, to the camp later on. Yeah, yeah, like it keeps escalating. Yeah. Like it doesn't Cause, start cause, out as a big threat. No, because it starts off with just being like, uh, oh, oh, you you have to try and learn all this stuff before your dad comes and picks you up because you're not supposed to be here type of deal. And then it turns into, oh my gosh, people people's brains are getting taken, you know. The brains. So, like I said before, um... The first uh, big level that you go to is the Oleander level, where it's like war. Uh, it's like it's like World War Two. Yeah, it's like World War Two. Like D Day. And what we mean by level is you go into his mind. You go into his mind. You pick the, people's brains. You're a psychonaut. And that's you kind of the, the mental call. Well, you're like a therapist, a therapist, but you actually fix things. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the basis of the game too. Is um, Going just like what? Actually, going into people's minds, and that becomes like the puzzle that you have to figure out. That becomes like the the dungeon that you are doing, like the uh, whatchamacallit, the um, (laughs) mental block, (laughs) mental block, mental cobweb, bros, buffering, buffering, buffering. Repeat what you were saying. So that basically becomes the basis of the game. Is you going into these mines, and yeah. then that becomes the platforming puzzle. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Platforming puzzle that you have to accomplish, uh, or it's like a dungeon, or like going into a, like a Mario world. Whereas the campgrounds, I would say, is ba- uh, pretty much like an overworld. But the first one you go into is the mines of Oleander. Oh. Oleander's this guy who's like in the military. Yeah, he's he, like a he's, colonel. Yeah, and he's uh, he starts off as one of your teachers in the game. And if you don't have access to Psychonauts, which if you have an Xbox, it's on Game Pass, the first and the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always check out my playthrough of it on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. So yeah, you do Oleander. Yeah, what do you think of Oleander's? Um... I think it was cool. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a nice way to start it out. Like, if you do it like that, though, you're missing a lot. Because, like, you have to go talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. just to get the sauce. Even I tried to get some of the sauce when I played this time versus just running around. What do you mean the sauce? Like, if you if you just run into the level, you miss the part where uh, the squirrels get blown up. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't talk to the mm-hmm. random kids. Oh, so you're saying going around miss- the camp and yeah. communicating with everybody yeah. is a good way of playing the game. Yeah. Uh, I remember Jose yeah, telling me that's... He's uh, mentioned it before. Yeah, that's what his 
his wife said to to do. My wife. My wife. My wife. <clears throat> One of those little green ones, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, there's a lot, but that's a good thing I heard that because you do miss a lot of things. Like even even just like the little things you can pick up. Yeah. Like there's obviously like the exploding squirrels for sure, but there's also uh, one where um, one of the kids, one of the girls is all like, oh my gosh, this one kid keeps peeking in the girl's cabin. Cabin. And then, and then so I was all like, really? So I go over to the girl's cabin. Sure enough, there's this kid. He's over there peeking through a little hole. He's all like, I'm waiting for the girls to come in their cabin. And it's like, okay. Raz is all like, teach me clairvoyance. He's like, I don't know how to do it, dude. I'm just doing it. Go ask a professional. And you get really funny conversations like that throughout the whole game. Yeah. Or like the squirrel one, which you've also mentioned before. Oh, no, which is one of the easier ones to find. Cause yeah. The squirrels blow up. Yeah. And you want to try... It's similar to like Mass Effect, where you want to try and talk to these characters as often as you can. Uh, yeah, well, it's, unlike Mass Effect, I don't think there's consequence other than missing it. Whereas in Mass Effect, the missed conversation can mean you miss out on mission. something. On, mm-hmm. Well, fuck that. You miss out on a whole part of another game because, for example, the things you do in, uh, in uh, depending on what you do in uh, the taking down the Sky mission in the first Mass Effect, um, the terrorist guy no, again, the mask explodes. <laughs> the terrorist guy, you either kill a room of people and everyone hates you and you meet them and you make them make, like, you make them pay his dues by helping you fight the Reapers in the third one and you add them to your galactic readiness. Or if you kill them, you just save, you just kill them and you kill a bunch well, of people. I meant more like um, how you. You just want to talk, talk yeah. to your crew all the time. Yeah. Uh, which is something I did. Because um, I know I missed out on a lot because I forgot after a certain time it turns into nighttime. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you can't talk to a lot of those people anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the band is gone. Mm-hmm. A uh, little rock band in a lounge. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. And it just kind of adds to those characters, you know. Yeah. And most of them, if not all, are, are pretty funny, you know. Yeah, but on Ollivander's thing, I go I, I go back to the squirrel thing because you can help uh, Oli, uh, or the other guy, the little brain dude, mm-hmm. help him cross the maze with the the maze field. Mm-hmm. And you just you get some arrowheads, which are like currency. Yeah. Uh, for this game, and they're like where the the camp is made on an Indian burial ground, but it's where they bury their arrowheads. <laughs> So they have psychic energy. <laughs> that was a funny part <laughs> where, where she's all, where those girls are telling him that, oh, this is an Indian burying, uh, burial ground. And he's all like, you mean there's there's dead bodies buried under here? And they're it's like, like no, it's just where they buried their arrowheads. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so with, um, what I liked about these characters too is it reminded me of. You know, their quirkiness and uh, how funny they are reminds me a lot of something Tim Burton would make. Definitely. The whole time I was playing it, I'm like, Tim Burton would make this into a great movie or show. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not when, when watching one of his like animated movies, it's a little more adult. And I don't mean that like 
your your kids could probably play it and be fine on honesty, but they like, miss out on the, a lot of the humor. Yeah, yeah, there's some of the jokes that would kind of just go over their head because there was times when my uh, my niece and nephew were like interested in what I was playing when I was playing it. And, and then uh, if you don't, if you don't know the developer, it's a uh, double fine. Yeah. And they've made like Brutal Legend and, and made a uh, costume quest. Who was head by uh, Tim Schafer, right? Yeah, and they made uh, all the old point and click mm-hmm. uh, games. Yeah. So yeah, that's like um, uh, what did you say? Like Full Brutal Throttle, Legends, I think Full was throttle. Tim Schafer. Uh-huh. Full Throttle. Uh, Day uh, of the Tentacle. Uh, the one with the bone skeleton guy. Grim Fandango. That. Yeah, Grim Fandango. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, and it's a lot of humor. Yeah, a lot of those games too are like this, where it has that sense of humor. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I really like these characters, and I like this world. It's not as dark as Tim Burton may have gone. Like when, you, if you look at something like Corpse Bride, or you know, um, Edward Scissorhands. Well, Maybe a little bit like Edward Scissorhands. Now that I think about it. But I, I did like how, how similar it felt, you know, going back to good old Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to Oleander's level, uh, I liked I liked it. it. It was a good starting level. I think it, it wasn't, it doesn't get as crazy as like some of the other levels you get to do. No. Uh, which I, I think is good, uh, a good one to start it off with. But I, I think if I were if I were going to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then you go from that, you get back put into the campgrounds, mm-hmm. and then it's when it's nighttime. No, it's still daytime, isn't it? No, it's uh, still daytime. You spend the whole first of the day, uh, just running around. You try and find Nine's secret lab because he gave you a button. A yeah, you button. gotta go do the brain tumbler experiment. You got the button and you got to find his lab. Before I did any of that, I explored everything, talked to all the characters that Ford was throughout the campsite. Yeah. And I found a bunch of scavenger, the scavenger hunt item thingies. I didn't. I found so many (laughs) cards. I found arrowheads. I bought all the things I could do. Yeah. This game is chock full of collectibles. There are some I think are more useful than others. Like, I didn't really find the, the bags. Uh, the baggage, emotional oh, baggage. Oh, the emotional baggage? That, was, that more, was more for the people whose brains you were in. You yeah. were helping them get rid of this emotional baggage. But it didn't It didn't really change the story. It didn't it, give it, anything to the story. It didn't give anything to the story. It didn't really give you anything other than maybe a little more experience. It's the implication. Well, yeah, it gave you also psych cards, points, rank points, or whatever. Yeah, it gave you rank points. But so did those little, you know, image things, which there's those little image things, which are freaking They're literally figments of imaginations. They're, yeah, they're figments. Yeah, they're everywhere. And they, they're funny. They look like, uh, like drawings. But yeah, they're like... They're funny. They look like drawings. They're like floating neon signs. Yeah. And you're supposed to go and pick them up. But those things are floating all over the place. So I just kind of just picked them up as I was going. I think the worst part about that... Is they fade in and out. Mm-hmm. So. What, fly away? They fly uh, away, yeah. I hate the ones that flew away. But keep on going with Nine's um, level. Nine's level is when it started to get a little quirkier. Because uh, his level is more like an organized little box. And it's also where you earn your first uh, badge. Yeah. 
Because that's where you get the... You get your sight punch badge. Where you... Your marksman's badge. Shoot. Yeah, where you shoot. Yeah, and... I found that I use that power a lot. I seem to use the sight power a lot, too. I had a, I had a very hard time switching from power to power, because it wasn't as easy to switch from, like, mm-hmm. in control, where you had, like, a button for each one of them. Yeah. And this one, you had three slots, and then you, you had to go pay. into your menu, and, yeah, I usually had levitation on my left bumper. Yeah. I had I, invisibility on my right bumper, and then the marksman on my yeah. trigger. I usually just had the, the levitation on my left, and then on my right, and... My right bumper and my right trigger, I would switch those to be whatever the most needed powers in the level were. Yeah. I, uh, mine kept moving around constantly. Like, I'd have it one way and then I'd get used to it and then uh, I'd be messing with it and then I forgot how I had it before and then I'd just have to get used to this other way and I did that throughout the game. So, uh, it was never the same way that yeah. I had it. But I think the ones that I used the most were probably, well, obviously Levitation. Honestly, I think Levitation should have been its own button anyway without being something you had to get rid of or put back. Definitely. Because I felt like that one got used more than anything else. Um, and Although it was really helpful when, uh, when you acquired Levitation, you also had... I think oh, it yeah, leveled no, up, yeah. where you have the balloon yeah, that like balloon gently lets you, let you down. down. Yep. I like how that was its own little thing. Yeah, same. You didn't have to have levitation, levitation. equipped mm-hmm. to float down gently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was very useful. Um, one that I never really used, ever. Well, was... Are we on, on the ladies' world? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh. Yeah, we were still on nines. Um, well, no, but... we haven't even gotten there yet. Nine To nines' world? Well, we were talking about how you're looking to find the geo brain thing. You find this kid locked up in this prison place where they had, where they kept the kids like for detention. Oh, like it was a padded room that was like psychic proof, so you couldn't burn it, telekinetic, like blast it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you let this kid out. He was like, "Oh, thank God! I need to go use the bathroom." And then you find a little slot where you put your button, and that opens a little vault door, and you go down in it, and you go into Nine's lab. And it's like, aha, I was expecting you. That is what he said. Um, he said that is what he said. It is what it is. So then you go into Nine's world, because you gotta get your marksman's badge so you can shoot stuff. And that world's pretty weird. It's a very simple one. And he knows yeah. it, you know it. It's a big cube. Yeah, it's like a giant cube that opens up sections. And he's uh, like, alright, here's a little lever. Practice your shooting. Mm-hmm. You gotta shoot like a thousand enemies to get your badge. He's like, mm-hmm. oh man, that's gonna take forever. And, and so you, uh, you just keep on cranking up the level until it gets to the top one. And then it breaks. And <laughs> I then... didn't even wait. That's the first thing I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like I cranked it, and then I would shoot some, and then I cranked it again. I'd shoot some more, and then I crank it again and shoot some more. Oh, but, I just did in the first go. Um, but then he's all like, he's all like, uh, you you messed up everything, and and then he's all like, now we gotta go and fix it. But really, it's like 
you had to go and fix everything? Because <laughs> he, he's just like, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go and fix this. But then you, you're the one that was closing all the valves. And then he's all like, oh, great work. Uh, uh, I'll leave you to it again. And then you have to go and, you know, fix all these disruptions that are happening. It's like uh, so, his cube is like per, uh, pu- pushing out like little structures that you have to navigate and they they are like shooting out um, they have like these um uh, how do they say it like little so valves these enemies they're sensors that sensor stuff that doesn't belong in people's minds and that's what you're fighting and they come out through this little pipe and you have to go find the valve and shut it off mm-hmm. so and you'll run into these enemies throughout the rest of the game because they're yeah. sensors yeah. And so yeah, so these enemies are a pretty common occurrence. You'll you'll run into a bunch of them that are like even like similar to it. Yeah. So once you find out all the sensors and get the uh, valves closed, and his his stuff goes back to normal, he I think he, isn't he like impressed by how well you did it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I knew you'd do that. So you're on your marksman's badge. He's like, I knew you were gonna crank it up all the way up. He's like, how'd you know that? He's like, because that's the first thing I did as a child. He's like, oh, okay. So then with that, you escape his mind, and you go fight bears. I mean, you don't have to fight the bears. Them them, them are some bitches. How many bears did you guys kill? None. I killed, like, five. I just ran away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um... Are you like supposed to kill the bears? Like, no, the bears, the bears, the bears. Do you bears, get something bears. from it? No satisfaction. You, li- I don't think you get any health. You don't get any, um, of the. You know when you use your psychic blast, it uses up ammo, and you have to get the negative emotion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even give you that. Okay, so it's just oh, I killed bears. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't do anything. <laughs> But yeah, um, after mm-hmm. that, he tells you to go to talk to, what's her name? Mina? Mila? Mila, yeah. And you get to go into her mind because she is going to train, she's training everybody to do the... Levitation. Levitation. And her hers was a really fun one, I think. Hers is the funnest. Yeah, because... It's like a party, and she's all like, yeah, you gotta make it to the end for the party, yo. And I'm like, man, this sounds like fun. <laughs> I don't wanna man, go to a party. Like <laughs> Nobody ever invites cool. me to fucking parties. Nobody ever invites me to fucking parties. But, yeah, I really I really like this level. Uh, I thought the, it was very uh, vibrant. Uh, very yeah, I was vibrant. dancing on the stream. To yeah. the whole level. Just it was vibrant. The reason it's my favorite... It's because it's really lit up. It's like a... Do you guys know that one band? They have a song called Groove is in the Heart. Nope. Just from the name of the song. I forgot what they're called. Even you forgot what they're called. Tell me that. Uh, no, but the whole vibe of that level gives off... Delight? Yeah, Delight. They have a song called Groove is in the Heart. And the video, the whole vibe, just... That level screams that vibe. Yeah. It's just like a disco party, everyone's dancing, even the music sounds the same, mm-hmm. if you guys want to listen to it later. Superimpose the music from that part of the game into the dance scene from Suicide Squad. Yes, yeah, but anyways, also, what I do, when I used to play games like 
as a child because I had nothing else to do. Uh, you know, I should have done homework. But when I would play games, I would leave my ca- my characters idle. And it started in Legend of Zelda. You know, he'd tap his shoe, clink his shield. And in this one, if you leave Rasputin just in there, he'll start dancing, he'll start boogieing, he'll do like the Saturday Night Disco Saturday dance. Fever. Fever, yeah, he'll do that dance. He's at the point. He's just grooving. He's on point. No, but that level's fun. You're just basically on this levitating ball, just floating around everywhere. Natalie was upset because that level, it was really hard to get all the figments. Because as bright as they are, the level is even brighter. Like, It's hard to see where they are. That's why I didn't even bother getting all the figments. I didn't either. It's not like there was an achievement or anything. But you, You needed enough figments to get to rank 30, though. Oh, man. I made it to rank 80. Yeah, you get to rank 96 to max out in figments. So you're like 16 levels from maxing out. I made it to like 45. I actually think I made it to like 90. What level did you make it to rank? Because also like your powers get upgraded depending on your rank and you get two new powers. It was like 40 something. You get like the grabbing power and you get the invisibility power. I think it was just like, um, and the firepower. I think it was just um, 40 something. I don't remember what rank I ended up with. It didn't really. Once I got everything I needed to beat the game, I stopped caring. So. <laughs> yeah, once I got, I just, I had to go back. Yeah, man, you got, like, I was watching your stream. You got a lot done uh, that I was, I was like, nah, he didn't even have any visibility when he did this. He's like, I, I, like, needed invisibility to do this. Well, on the milkman? I think so, yeah. <laughs> he was telling me about that, and I was laughing my ass off. We'll get to it later. So you go through Mila's stage, and then... Which another thing I liked is there's a lot to... Uh... Did you guys find the nightmares in her world? I did. And then she's like, oh, you're lucky I have my nightmares under control. Mm-mm. So there's this little room that you find while you're floating around, and she's like, oh, don't go in there, sweetie. And, you, you know... go in there. Me disobeying the law. I go in there. And she's like, no, 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 don't open that. Get away from there. And there's a chest in this room. You open it up, and then there's, there's like, fire, and then you go in it. And there's, like, you go in a cage. Yeah. And, like, around you, there's these shadowy creatures. It's, like, sh- shadow, sh- heartless. And everything is like on fire. It's and they're all like, why'd you let us die? And they call her name out. And she's like, you're lucky I have my nightmares under control. She pulls you out of it, yeah. I I missed that whole thing. But the story behind that, um, throughout the game, you find these little safe boxes that, like, run around on their four hind legs. Like piggy banks. Little vaults. They're vaults. Piggy vaults. Uh, They're memory vaults, like in Adventure Time. So you find them, you hit them, and they reveal a little, uh, looks like a little projector. Projector. Yeah. Slide. Slide. Mm-hmm. Slide projector, cartridge, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you look through the pictures, and on hers, she, like, ran an orphanage. Yeah, and it burned down with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one day she went out to get the groceries and whatever, and she came back, and it was just on fire. Who knows what happened? The kids dropped a candle. Who knows? And the reason why it's a nightmare is because she could hear the kids screaming and everything, being like, I can't get out. Help. Why? Ah. Damn. I didn't get her vault either. But that was one of my favorite levels, because it was just so groovy. Uh, 
I like the part where you uh, have to race. What's his name? Billy. Billy. I uh, think he looks like a really Alabama-ish inbred Michael Sarah with an afro, like from Juno, because he's got like the basketball same kind of like headband mm-hmm. suit that he has in Juno. Um, but yeah, it's Billy. He's a bully. I liked racing, and then there was something else I liked. I liked uh, all the different things you can do with levitation, because like, I feel like that level took forever, but it was like there was still like a bunch you could do, you know? Yeah, you're like, there's a bunch I didn't find. Yeah. Right? There's Damn. a secret passage with a bunch of figments that you can find. Mm-hmm. I didn't take that. It's supposed to be like a shortcut. Mm-hmm. I learned that from watching Natalie. She's like, I gotta find all the figments. Yeah, shout oh out to the helpful Natalie. Yes, she helped a lot. And you still didn't finish. Did you? I beat, I beat the game. Oh, last time I heard you from this you, game. you said you hadn't. Well, sweet, we all beat the game. Yes, we did. <laughs> so then, after that, um, after you learn everything you can from levitation. Some parts that we missed, you had to find a merit badge so you can sail a boat. So you can use a kayak to go through the water. Oh, yeah. Because... You can't swim. You can't swim because, in his mind, he has it that his dad told him that his family was cursed by gypsies or psychics or I forget what he calls them, but he's cursed by them and they're all cursed to drown by water, like to die by water. And everyone that talks to him about it they're like, oh, so you have a water phobia. And he's like, that's not what we're here for. So mm-hmm. hopefully in this next game, they they help him with that and you can swim. Because that would be kind of cool. But yeah, you can't swim in this game. You get the levitating power, you find her. We do. We go and finish the brain tumble experiment with Agent 9. Oh yeah, you gotta go back into Rasputin's mind because... You gotta face his fear. Yeah, Agent 9 made a machine that you can go into people's minds... It takes you into the unco- the collective conscience or something. The collective um, unconscious. Un- unconscious, yeah. Yes. And from there... Uh, wait, what about... Crawler? You basically go to all the levels of what? What about Agent Crawler? You don't go into his mind? Ford Crawler? Yeah. What, no. What about meeting him? Um, that depends on if you go into the logs or not. You go all around the camp, you find these logs, these hollow when logs. When did you meet him? I met him immediately after I went through to the lodge. Yeah. When I found the lodge, I found the trunk, and then I went into the hole, and then I talked to him, I show him the button, and I'm like, hey, do you know where Sasha Nine's lab is? He's like, I don't know anything about any secret lab, but here's my lab. No, okay. um, Thank you, though. It, was, it was quite a while for me. Like I think it was part of the story they told me I had to go and look for him. That's funny. No, I found it pretty early, so that's what got me motivated to find all the loose cards and find all the little eyes with the cards on them. I forgot what they're called. Side side cards. Side cards, yeah. Side challenge cards. Yeah. But yeah, so that I I ended up like finding him pretty late, later in the game. Like, there's a point where you actually you absolutely have to find him, but. because I, th- I think like nine said, like nine said, you have to learn this in order to do something or whatever, and then that's when I found Crawler and figured it out. Um, yeah, that's right. Before you do the, 
mission we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's why I brought it up. But yeah, so you have to go back into the tumbler again to now that you have levitation. Because you got to clear this gap, right? Mm-hmm. Jump. Yeah, uh, because every time you go in there, there's like a point where you can't get past. When I was playing, I kept go- I kept going. Where's my avatar ball? <laughs> I'm an airbender. Air scooter. Uh, but then once you get there, you notice there's like this scientist uh, that's like doing something to one of your <gasps> campmates. He's not a scientist. He's a dentist. Oh, yeah. Dentist. He's that's a right. dentist. His name is Dr. Lobato. Yeah. He's a dentist. But you he, find he him... wants to do science stuff. Like, yeah. lo- lo- well, lobotomies. <laughs> so you go into Rasputin's mind, and there's a bunch of meat in it, and he's like, I don't know what's up with this meat. But then you go ahead, and when you get a levitating power, that's the second time you go into his mind, and then you find this tower, and that's where Dr. Lobato is, and you find him experimenting on Doger. Yeah, do- yeah. Doger? Yeah, I think it's the guy you hopped on the minefield. Yeah, the guy you helped in the minefield, which is also the guy that you talked to when you first got to the children lodge camp mm-hmm. place, and he's yeah. talking about blowing, uh, killing, uh, blowing people's heads off and killing things. And he's like, I wear this helmet, yeah. so it retains my power. Like, you want you want to try it on? He's like, No, I'm good. <laughs> this game's so funny. But then you have to, um, yeah. So then when you get to the tower, he. Because when you were talking to him before, he just kept saying TV, TV, TV. And you're like, I don't know what's wrong with him, right? And then when you go in here, that's when you realize, oh, it's because his brain is taken out. I think that's how it happens, right? Or Something like that. Yeah. And you let Willie know. And, and then, yeah, after you leave, you're all like, and you hear him saying TV, TV again. You're like, oh my gosh, it's because uh, they took your brain. I'm going to get it back, buddy. And so, yeah, you tell Lily, um, who is like... you thought it was a dream, and she's like, no, that really happened. Yeah. And she's all like, we have to help all the students and stuff, right? And she's all like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it done, like, um, tonight. And so... And that's your uh, first day in the camp. Yep. And, well... Then you uh, go there later that night. And you're back in the lake. Uh-huh. And, and you find this lungfish. Yeah, that comes and eats her, doesn't it? Yeah, she's like, oh, you made it. And then he's like, Lily. And then the lungfish comes out and grabs her. He looks like an like a anglerfish with legs and arms, but he mm-hmm. still has the antenna. Mm-hmm. But instead of the light, he has a sucker. So he mm-hmm. grabs her head and sucks her up and walks back into he, the water. He looks like a lung. He's a lungfish, yeah. Uh, he's got a power that makes an air bubble around him, so mm-hmm. that's the level that leads up to his mind. Mm-hmm. And that part was hard. And I did that on stream, but then I went back and redid that off stream because I remember that uh, if I had the little thing, the little the water wave um, triangle, the triangulation rod things. Um, there's two spots where you can get, like, 900 arrowheads, and that would oh, just allow sure. me to get the cobweb thing yeah. immediately, Yeah, versus once, having to grind arrowheads. Yeah, once I got to that thing, I was just grinding arrowheads. It didn't take that long to get them, though. It was, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 
half an hour, if that, to get the cobweb tester. But after I got that, I didn't really mess with the store anymore. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't really need any of this other stuff. No, no, I didn't either. Uh, but, yeah, so once you uh, defeat the, the lungfish, you still haven't found Lily. So, but something's up with this lungfish. So you go into his mind. So, yeah, you go into the lungfish mind. Oh, before you do anything, you take... So before you do anything, after you do the levitating, you take that teacher's little psychic door that she uses, yeah, like you, as a you psychonaut. S- you you swipe the it. door, yeah. Yeah, and, and the way you get brains. into the lungfish's mind, you take it out and you throw it on his head. And he just uses a psychic power to go into it. And this one, this one was now you're a lot of fun. Longtopius. This it, one was really annoying because of the little tanks. I know everyone oh, keeps yeah. telling me use your powers, but I just didn't think about Which it. One? I just the Longtopia, the tanks that shoot the missiles. Oh yeah, you just use your shield. I know, but I you didn't. Just use your shield. I watch out. It's because my favorite one is levitation. And I would have just used that, but in this one, it's prohibited. You can't use it at all, yeah, which made giant, me really upset. You. Yeah. What's more scary than a giant uh, levitating kaiju? Come on, man. Like, you could try, but he, always, he was always too heavy. He would just break levitation. But I, uh, I really like this level because I like running around being a kaiju, destroying all the buildings. I liked it because it was really fun. I liked all the little... Um, prompts that you had with all the little lungfish, like, oh yeah. no! Yeah. It's... I forgot the his news. name. Yeah, oh, I like the little news segments when you got to a new area. Mm-hmm. That one was really fun. Yeah, they're all like, uh, yeah, and this big kaiju guy just went and took out these uh, this prison and let them all free. Uh, so, like, he's working with these criminals. They're in cahoots. And then they're all praying to the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the bad guy is, this is where you find out that it's Oleander. Who has been messing with the fish and making them bad? And then you kick his ass. Yeah. Which uh, were you struggling with that one? Which one? No, no. no. I remember there was one you. I, th- I think I was watching you were struggling, trying to beat him. I struggled with him just because I, I struggled with them too, and Natalie didn't want to help me. Just cause I mean, I, she helped, but I didn't know what to do. She's like, "You're a gamer." Like, well, see, I had an issue where when I got a power, I forgot about that power. So you have that issue a lot, man. So it it would be like, oh, you need this power to defeat this guy. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, the the freaking shield, because I'm all trying to. He's all like, uh, un un uh, very hard to. Um, it's like an attack that you couldn't get past, right? Yeah. And and I was all like, man, how the hell am I supposed to get? I start running. Like, as far as I could, and it would still hit me. I was like, how am I supposed to avoid this attack? And then I'm just, like, looking at all my powers. And I'm like, oh, oh the shield. I got shield. a shield. <laughs> That's what I meant by I used whatever <coughs> powers the level called for. I just That's what mm-hmm. I kept on lock. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a really fun level. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like destroying all the buildings. And then, uh, then you go to the craziest level after that. Well, you free Linda, which you find out is a lungfish name. Which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And now she will take you between the like the shoreline of the camp and the shoreline of this asylum. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, you get to the asylum, and you find that it's locked, and there's a guy, he's like, I gotta find the milkman. Where's the milkman? We well, can't that's find the, the guard. milkman. And yeah, you go, it's the guard. And uh, you go in his brain. So that's another thing that took me forever. It's the trippiest out. one because he's crazy. That's he's the, so crazy. That's the that's another one that took me forever to figure out. I was running all over that island like, how the f do I get in this gate? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And, and then I and then that's when I look in my in my in my stuff and I was like, oh yeah, that's freaking door. I wonder if I could use it on him. But it took me way too long to get to that point. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. It's like you did it on the fish, but you never thought you could do it on the guy. Well, I you know, well. It's, so it's, what did you guys think of this level? It uh, was fun. It was really tips. It felt like the most creative, one of the more creative ones. This is one of the ones that I died the most because of the platforming. The yeah. levels were really thin, yeah. and you had to avoid certain areas because if you didn't have certain items, yeah, then the caught. agents would catch you. There were these guys, these shadowy figures. Oh, a plumber. They're like the FBI. Yeah, there were like these shadowy figures dressed in trench coats. Just all shadowy. And uh, and they had items uh, to try and not be suspicious. Yeah, so like shears, the whole point of Yeah, the whole point of this level is that you had to find items to gain access to other areas to go to the post office. And this is this is where they start trying to like gate the levels by rank. Yeah. Um because you're supposed to need invisibility. So there's a part where you knock on this. There's these little Girl Scout cookies that are selling cookies, and you knock on the door, and she checks who it is. But as soon as she sees you, she closes the door. Mm-hmm. So, but what I did, I just went to the corner of the house, and I knocked on the door, ran to the corner, she popped out. So then she was close enough, I just shot her, and then she was just like, ah, she was just like fell off her skates. I laughed my ass off when you told me that, because. Natalie yelled at me because she's like, you're supposed to use invisibility and then jump over her and run. And then you told me I didn't even have invisibility. I just punched her and ran. Yeah. I lost my shit. But um, this is probably my least favorite level. Just because... You fell off so many times? I did. Well, more like, I guess it was like, uh, I don't know, I, I hated trying to find all the things. And I was like, every time I came across something, I was like, oh, I can't, I need this thing to go and get it. Oh, and I need this thing to go and get it. And then that boss took me forever. And this is, I think, the first level where you need the cobweb detangler. Yeah. Because you need it to get into certain areas to get the items. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, um... Jordan mentioned that you didn't like the boss of it. Yeah, I didn't like the boss of it. Just because it was a pain in the ass. Like... It was was, definitely really hard. Like, and, and Ariel was watching me as I was getting frustrated, too. That's hilarious. That's the best because then she starts talking shit to you, huh? She sure did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I was all like, I was all like, I was like swearing at the TV. I was like, God damn it, freaking, freaking freak, you know? And so wh- what it is is she's like jumping from place to place, right? Which that part wasn't too difficult once I figured out what I needed to do. And that was a lot of this game, by the way, was me trying to figure out what the hell I needed to do. You know, because I'm all like, oh, I'm trying to do this, oh, I'm trying to do this, and um, and it's not like, I don't know what I'm doing, and then once you figure out what you're supposed to do, that's when it kind of, so once I figured out what I was doing, then that first part was pretty easy, but man, then she turns off the lights, and it's freaking pitch black, and all you can see is the little dot of her jumping oh, around. I just shot her. Oh, this is the one where Natalie actually helped me out. She's like, the when I played mother? it, I just used... 
clairvoyance. So you were running inverted, but you were watching her watch you. And <sighs> you tried to throw the boxes back at her, but that was difficult. Because, you know, with the stairs being lifted, you're trying to throw it up, being inverted. That's all very difficult. So Natalie also told me, at this point, I just went up and punched her. I'm like, okay. So I tried it, and I just started punching her, and she'd jump away. And I'd go back, find her, and then punch her again. I just so shot that's, her. that's why I dealed with her in the dark. Like in the dark, I just saw the glowy predator eyes. I was so, like, see, that's the thing. Y'all just found easier ways of doing it. How'd you do it? I kept throwing the bombs back at her. Oh, even in the dark? Even in the dark. Good for you, man. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got past it. I did. It was yeah. difficult, though. Yeah, Welcome to Game Club, where was... one puzzle can lead to three different solutions. <laughs> uh, advanced, intermediate, newbie. <laughs> hey, I fucking did it. I did it the hardest way, but I, I just used my telekinesis to like pick up the bomb she threw, and I threw him back at her, and she'd be like, ow! I don't remember at what point you get clairvoyance, but did you guys have it at that point? I think no. so. Because do you get it when you rank up? No, or yeah, I did it? have it because uh, I was always I was always looking through like the agent's eyes, what they saw me as. Oh, oh that's yeah, one of my favorite parts. Yeah, you get in the milkman. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, and that's the, another thing that that's took the power me... you get from the refrigerator when you start the milkman. That's the other thing uh, too. I didn't realize you needed the freaking um, invisibility to get past that sniper. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I was trying to rush it like for the longest. Like I'm like I gotta get past it, so I just kept on rushing it and rushing it, and every single time, shoot me. I was like, "How do you have aim here? How can you see me from over here?" It was oh, really hard. Gosh, it was, and then I, it, and then I'm like, freaking invisibility! I can be invisible. God. You don't need it because I didn't have it. I know. <laughs> Which is the funniest part still. That's what makes me laugh the most. How did you not have it? How did you get past that? I don't know, but I was like... I was just like, I'm going to get on my air scooter, dog, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to jump as soon as he's going to shoot. No, shield. I lied. Shield. There you go. That's how you did it. Shield. All different. I used invisibility because Natalie told me. Yeah. And you, you said you I was, like, I was like, if I time this, the bullet bounces off. That's smart. I'm <laughs> like, I have shield. See? That's another... That's another. That's uh, advanced. That's another <laughs> different solution. I was intermediate, because I was told... I was trying to go around, and it wasn't working. <laughs> Every time I'd go around, she'd be like, I still see you. I'm like, damn it. It took me, like, a real good long minute, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, it got to it the point. It usually does. I'm surprised I beat it before you guys did. It got to the point there that... Were, there were instances where I was just like, oh, man, I'm I'm on this part for, like... I spend, like, all day just on this one part. I'm like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> and, and, and then I'd get it in the end. And I'm like, god damn, they're probably farther than... And then you guys are like, oh, yeah, I'm at this part. And, oh, how am I farther than you? Like, <laughs> I, I was like... I mean, I, I know why, but I was like, um... I felt like it was taking me forever to get past parts at some point, uh, sometimes. Yeah. I felt like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, especially towards the end, like, mm -hmm. in the later level. Mm -hmm. Like, the final level. Um. But yeah, no, you get through this guy's mind. You find the milkman. Uh, you find out he is the milkman. Mm -hmm. And he opens the gate, and he's gonna torch the place. Which... 
That's another thing. I was like, so am I supposed to help this guy torch the place? Because I'm down. And then you're just supposed to walk past him. I was like, oh. Yeah. And since I didn't have invisibility, what you're supposed to do, I think, is supposed to go to Gloria, then the other guy, the board game guy, yeah, and then the artist. But I didn't have enough ranks by then, so I just went straight to the artist. Because it, 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 like every time I try to do the other levels, it's like, are you sure you don't have invisibility? But did you do the other levels eventually, or? Well, I had to go back to do them. <laughs> so let's talk about the other levels. So yeah, you go. I'm just so saying Gloria. what I did. Yeah, the first one I went to was the Glorious Theater, which was that one was fun. Yeah, uh, that's another one. It took me a minute to figure out. Yeah, the, because, the whole stories. Well, so I actually this this one I actually had to look up because I was so lost. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's all like, so you gotta go and punch the lantern. That's what you have to do with the lantern. I knew you had to do something with the lantern. I kept on going up and pressing. <laughs> what lantern? The, the one that changes the stories, dude. Oh, the one the, that changes. Yeah, you gotta find the candle. Dark. So, so I went up and I'd press Y, and I was like, why isn't freaking doing anything? It's just saying, hey, this is the lantern. It turns stuff uh, from light to dark and back. And I'm like, okay, yeah, supposed to go talk I to knew him. that from the cutscene, you know, and. and and she told me not to touch it, which, you know, I'm touching it. I'm pressing Y, that's touching it. And then I look it up, and it's like, you have to punch it. I'm like, you have to punch it. God. Mm, that, that one frustrated me. But I figured out, you just have to punch it. Thank you, uh, Tim Schafer, for frustrating Jordan. Yeah, you did it a lot, man. Good for you. Like, <laughs> you did it quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I punched it, and then I, I got it. Then it was just smooth sailing after that for the most part. It took me a while to remember how to do the, the order of the plays. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where I would have to skip the ones that I already see, mm-hmm. just to I, save time. I just kept doing it till I got it right. Yeah, kind of like the bento game. Mm-hmm. Just spin the things. Bro, my mind is totally blanking on this. Are you going to edit this one, or uh, do I got to edit this one? Because there's going to be somebody. That cats. one was fun. Basically, you have to go uh, the in this lady's mind. She has this play and this performance, and this guy who's like this jerk. Saying, Let me do this. So basically, you're in the theater of the mind. Okay, and then there's this guy that's uh, saying, like this critic who's saying, "Ah, oh, your play sucks. It's always going to suck, no matter what you do." And then there's this phantom that's going around attacking people whenever they're trying to do the play. And and spoiler then, alert: the phantom turns out to be oh yeah, the critic of the opera. But you're trying to get up to the um, the rafters or what the what the heck they called the catwalk the catwalk. Uh, so you have to get the plays in a certain order so that when you use so you go around trying to find these plays and you have to get them in a certain order. So when you use the uh, the right backdrop, it'll have a play that uses a balloon where you can go up to the catwalk. And when you get up there, that's where you find the phantom, and you try to fight him, and then uh, he runs away, and then you—that's when you find out that it's the um, the critic. critic, and then you fight him, and then you fight the critic. Which that was a pain in the butt too. It was, but not as much as that freaking lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Um, Hi, lady. Well, with me, with that one, it was like uh, I didn't realize that. Um, I had to. I'm. Just, I'm just glad I'm not streaming this game because a lot of people would see me die all the time. <laughs> no, like I said, the one that I died the most on was me the milkman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Like I'd blink and like it'd start loading again. <laughs> like the fuck did I do? <laughs> uh, and then after that one, I did the uh, Waterloo um, board game one. That one was fun. Did you find the piggy vault for that one? Yes. Where you look into his mind where the inmate drove him insane? Yeah, because he kept winning at Waterloo. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Waterloo is like, imagine Catan kind of, but with like knights and bridges. Yeah, you gotta find supplies. You gotta go talk to the craft, to the, what's his name? You gotta make everybody work. Yeah. The carpenter, you gotta find the carpenter so he can rebuild the bridge that the soldiers of Napoleon, by the way. Yeah. So the, the guy whose mind you're in is uh, a descendant, of, descendant Napoleon. of Napoleon. Yeah, and his, the person that's in his mind, uh... Playing the game with him. And basically you have to beat Napoleon because he doesn't think his descendant is good enough to have his name because he's losing all the time. So you gotta prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. But also his descendant doesn't really give a crap about this game, so... <clears throat> so yeah, you're trying to beat this uh, this game of soldiers. Uh, and you have to get your knight into his... Uh, cavern there was one part in this game that took me a minute where uh you get to like the bridge right before the bridge area and you have to uh uh take this path in in this one part so it's like these two buildings one on this side one on this side you have to go in the building on this side and then go up this like uh way we have to unplug the gear No, where you have to go and find the weapon, the musket. Oh, the musket. In the the hay. Yeah. So you have to go up and you have to go on the roof and you have to jump from here to here. But the thing is, I kept falling all the time. It was making me so mad. Yeah. I I fell like a thousand times. Did you have the levitating power by then? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you fall from where you're supposed to be. And then you just you're gonna just float down to the bottom, <laughs> and then have to start all over again. So uh, that happened to me all the time. And then that's another part where Ariel was all like, "Haha, you suck." And so <laughs> uh, I was so I was trying to uh, get past that part, but yeah, that took me a good minute. It took me a real good minute to get past. And that. that one was fun. Yeah, like the whole level was pretty fun. It's just that part. It was a pain in the ass. Can you shrink down to the size of the board game and then back up to move the pieces? Yeah, you shrink twice. Yeah, um, once to go into the board games and, and then once to, to talk to the pieces. To talk to the pieces, yeah. My, the funniest thing was <laughs> the pieces dialogue. All of them, when you got what they needed, they were all set for death. So yeah. they're like, I'm oh, ready okay. to die in war. And Rasputin's like, what's all this negative talk of death? He's like, I said he was a good guy. I didn't say he was good at fighting. <laughs> or, or yeah, he's all like, yeah, so I'm going to die, so you kind of have to pay me a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's not for me. It's for, for my, my wife. Yeah, when I, when I die. So, like, why do you guys think you're going to die? Like, <laughs> I like the guy with the musket, because when you go talk to him, mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I give you permission to remarry, and then he leaves. And he talks about his wife's hobby. I think he said that she spends all his money on, like, knitting or something mm. and he's like yeah that's one of the reasons i'm ready to die Oops. and i'm just like whoa just like raz that's i'm like deep. whoa guys <laughs> right yeah so that level was all fun you're like you're telling me i get to die and my bitch thinks i died a hero and with these three pe- uh with these three people we're talking about 
uh, after you beat these le- the levels, you make them like healthy again. Yeah, you help because them. You get rid of their baggage. Yeah, because they're I mean, not that, but they're they're in um, uh, an asylum and they're like messed up in the head, and so by going into their mind and getting through their um, whatever issue that they have, it um, it it makes it so they're better. Yeah, and it gives you an item. Like, Gloria gives you the trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, the bullying guy gives you the... The straight, straight jacket. jacket. And, and then the last one you do is... Uh, Eduardo, or I think is his name. I don't remember. The reason you need all these items is because you're trying to get past the guard of Dr. Lovato. The orderly. Who's the orderly, who used to be a patient in the asylum that... The Napoleon guy used to guard, but since he beat him, that's when everything went downhill, I guess. And now yeah. he's the orderly, and Napoleon descendant is the patient. Uh, but but yeah. he's, so he has really bad eyesight, so you just have to have enough stuff to where he, to he, look like Lobato. Yeah. yeah. So you get the last one, like Javier was saying, the last thing in this other guy's mind, which I think his mind was really really cool. I like yeah. that, like black velvet. Yeah, it was like world. it was like Black Light World. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he is trying to reach. Uh, he needs to build this tower of cards to reach this woman that he finds very beautiful. That's up in the sky. Yeah. And Which later you find out that is the in the body and figurement or whatever. Yeah. Uh, of his high school card. Yeah. And and his problem is that he keeps drawing a bull, and a bullfighter when he paints. He's angry about. And he has what to happened. paint Lobato. He's painting a picture of Lobato. So but every time he's going to finish it, he ends up painting a bull over it. Mm-hmm. And a manador. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his drama is that he was in the wrestling team and he had a girlfriend, but then uh, she was a cheerleader, and the head captain of the cheering squad um, seduced her. And ended up leaving this bull guy because he ends up being the bull. And he gets really depressed and really sad. And he stops wrestling. He starts really doing really bad. And that's when he starts going crazy. He's obsessed about her. And that's when he... That's where the bull comes from. That's the rage. Mm-hmm. So you have to find four separate cards mm-hmm. that... Uh, that are the queens of the deck. Yeah. So it can build the tower that oh, reaches up to the lady in the sky that he's obsessed with. And to do that, you have to fight four luchadors. Yeah. Those are all funny. El dragón, yeah. el tigre. Las cobra. Yeah. And the eagle. I love how, like, I can't, I don't know how to, like, get all the, on all the different things to watch all the, you know, when I'm on Streamlabs, I don't know. Like, I'm on the Twitch thing, so I can see the Twitch comments. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was funny, because after, after the fact, um, I watched, I go back to see the videos on the Facebook to see if anyone commented, and Natalie had commented on the fight where you have to use confusion, because uh-huh. I started it without going to get the confusion power, and I couldn't kill him. He just beats me, and she's like, he's literally giving you hints. <laughs> she told me that. And I was like... Yeah, I figured it out eventually. I was like, oh yeah, he's he's not confused. I need confusion. She was just laughing about that. I wanted to talk that. to the matador. He only killed me once. 
The, he, he killed me, uh, well, he killed me once, and then I figured it out, and I was like, well, he has to kill me again so I can get out of here, right? And so, uh, that's when I went to go and look for the, uh, the power. Yeah, and it turns out you just have to talk to the guy first. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, he's all like, yeah, uh, this guy is supposed to, uh, be painting the ad advertisement for my you know for me being a matador if you can go and do it i'll give you like i I never did it i so i don't know i didn't do it either because uh i didn't know the level was about would end as soon as you give them that other card i thought hey i'd go back and do it yeah but nope it ends as soon as you do that and you have to become a bullfighter once you uh, finish that you have to um work with the matador to uh, well, he wants, he's all like, hey, get my, get my stuff in there. We'll go and put these knives in the bowl first. And so I can, yeah. you know, have an easier job doing this. And it turns out it's the guy you're trying to help. Mm-hmm. So you got to pull him out of him and throw him at the matador. Mm-hmm. Well, you hit him with the confusion bomb. And he thinks he's a low deal. I mean, he's like, well, if you're a bull, you have the same weakness as a bull. And I'm like, bro, a human has a fucking weakness to a spear anyways. It doesn't matter if he's the bull. He just... Bull, human, both weak to spears. Ooh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts about that mission is that all around, you go throughout this little pueblo, yeah. and you go to the alleys, and in the alleys... There's the painting dogs. There's these painting dogs, yeah. and they're all painting oh, yeah. pictures that you can buy that they're selling that help you get across the level. And they're like, we're stuck here because of the bull. We can't get out. He's going to hit us. And I don't know. I just like the way they look. They look really cool. They had ponchos. They had sombreros. They were painting. They were vibing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you see those dogs again in one of the paintings that he, uh, the guy does later. Because the whole time you're in this level, you're talking about collecting cards. And you ask these dogs about the cards. And they're like, yeah, I remember playing poker with my friends. I can't do that anymore. And I'm really sad. And at the end of this level, you see him painting the dogs, playing poker. And if you go back to get all the figments, you can find them somewhere. Um, I think because the bull's gone, so it's not running around. But you can find them somewhere, and they're just playing poker with the artist. That's funny. It's nice. I like this level. And that leads to you being able to have all the pieces. To confuse so the orderly. You confuse the orderly, and then... Uh... The Napoleon guy decides that he's done taking his nap. But he just takes a nap after you help him. He's exhausted from winning. And uh, <laughs> then he just becomes the orderly again. And you up to you get to go up the asylum tower. Which is... It, what Jose had he had some difficulty with rats. I had so much trouble with the rats. I literally played that today before it got here. And I, I remember playing it last night. Um, I had to go down because I had to collect all the brains. Because yeah. when you get to this asylum, to this little island where the lungfish takes you, uh, you see all the children's brains who have been kidnapped and had their brains stolen. Um, yeah, they're just in the jars around the asylum. And, and they give you more health when you collect them. They do. I had like nine brains. It was like Legend yeah. of Zelda. It's like finding the hearts. Like, yeah, you gotta go back to Ford Crawler's hide out, and yeah. then he has them in a room where they're just like, uh, TV. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I, I think I only did that for like one or two. I traded yeah. the rest at the meat circus. Yeah, that's later though. But I had such difficulties, because this one, it was a lot of grinding, it was a lot of climbing. Um, 
Natalie got mad at me because she was watching me at this point, and she's like, "Why aren't you climbing the 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 grates, the rebarb?" And I'm like, "I didn't know you could." The game. <laughs> That's what I said. And she's like, "Give me the control." I'm like, "Nah, nah, nah. I got it. I got it." <laughs> but yeah, those rats, they come, they come over to attack you, and they use confusion. They confuse you. Um, they explode. They explode. They release confusion gas. But no, that was a fun little climb. <clears throat> and then when you get to the top, you get captured. And uh, you get taken to this thing. And uh, you have this little old lady. And she's like, don't do anything. Because he's going to hurt my turtle. And oh. like you find Lily and Ancient oh, Nine. Before, and... You, before you continue. Uh, I didn't have any. I didn't really have that much of a problem with the rats. Uh, I just kept running away from them. I just shielded. But I'd still get confused. <sighs> I kept forgetting I had shield. Oh, you still get confused anyway? <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't take the damage from them exploding. Yeah, I would just keep running away. Eventually, you'll get to a point where they can't follow you. Yeah. So, that's what I kept doing. You um, learned that in RE5, or what? <laughs> um, no, I didn't learn it in RE5. Like when the lichens, when the lichens attack you, and that first thing when you're supposed to just run away. Yeah. I was like, you wouldn't be good at this part. <laughs> no, Probably not, because then that's when I wouldn't know how to ru- know to run away. It's <laughs> like, oh, you're supposed to run away at this part. So, uh, but yeah, like you were saying, uh, you go up to the top of the tower and. Uh, that lady's all like, oh, he's going to cook my turtle. What was his name? Lil- Lil- oh, he has some weird-ass name, though. Yeah. Lollipop or... Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, who, who knows? Like, well, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta grab this birthday cake, because then you're like, hey, come here. I'm that surprised me. So you go up to a tower, you get caught by Lobato, and then he calls over his assistant, which is Shigor, and Gee, that's the lady who's been following you throughout the tower because she pops yeah. up and she's like, eh. she's got here. such anxiety. Yeah. And he's like, take her to the room. Take him to the room. Extract his brain. And then Rasputin talks to her. He's like, I'll oh, help that's you. That's where you see Lily, uh, yeah. Nine, and Mila, 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 all, oh, Mila and Nine are brainless. Brain, brainless. But Lily's all like, get me out of here. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to rescue my girlfriend. Yeah. And then the lady tells you the turtle will help us if you help him. And you're like, all right, let me help your turtle. So you save them, you take him back. And he's like, he's going to tell us what to do. He always tells me what to do. And, and he fucking does. Everyone looks at her crazy. And then she starts, the turtle starts talking. And I think what ends up happening is you throw the turtle's brain into the machine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that short circuits everything. Mm-hmm. and jumbles it up and you think you're done but that's when you find out that uh, the, the coach is back in his mind tank and you fight it off but then eventually your minds get melded into the tank because you get hit with some sneeze powder you sneeze your brain out mm-hmm. and you, you figure out how to throw yourself into the tank, your minds meld and you're in this meat circus mm-hmm. because the circus is from Raz's mind, and all the meat is from Ollivander's mind, because his dad was a butcher. And you find out that he made him raise bunnies to kill them. 
and then which is like, traumatic. Yeah, it was the whole like, level you have to chase him. I want my bunnies to get the bunny and protect them from like these fucked up bunnies that come out of these grinders. Which was tra- oh, traumatizing. That shit was a pain in the ass. It was. I, you had to collect the figments. You had to make your way up to the to Oleander, and then you had to go protect him. And then, apart from all of that, you had to find the bunny, hold it with your uh, telepathic powers, and have him walk over to the bunny. And like, if, when you defeat the bunnies, the evil bunnies, they get yeah. ground up again, yeah. and they keep attacking. So it, either you protect the guy, or you hold the bunny. I would but run yeah. in front of the bunny because then the bunny runs back towards him and then I would grab him when they were close to each other. That makes sense. I would just catch it up to it and then hold it. Yeah, uh, no, then the bunnies get too close to him. Yeah. But no, and then eventually, eventually you get through that, you get to the meat tunnel. The tunnel of love, which is his favorite ride. Which oh, I just favorite ride. I just skipped it. Oh, before. Yeah, the reason I hate it, I hate freaking, um, uh, what, you, what kind of missions do you call those? Escort missions. Escort. I hate escort yeah. missions so much. And I hate that it's basically almost also like a time trial too because you have until that bunny kills them to go up there and uh, freaking kill those bunnies. And I was like, getting it perfect. Another one where Ariel was watching and watching me get frustrated because <laughs> I was like, I'm not even dying. Is this kid that keeps on flying away from me. Like, obviously... He keeps dying. Obviously, I have, like, freaking powers and stuff. Stay with me so I can protect you. Don't fly away from your protection. Someone's not ready for fatherhood. (laughs) (laughs) So then you go to the top of the... Well, no, you go... You finish the Tunnel of Love. Yeah, which you can ride the rail. You ride the rail? Did you ride the rail? The rail was so frustrating because there were the so rail? many gaps. There were you so many gaps. Rail? Yes. Why are you making it sound like we didn't have to? Because I didn't ride the rail. I just jumped off the... I turned invisible and I jumped off the corner and I floated all the way down to the where you end. I couldn't float while being invisible. I was just like invisible. I would turn invisible and then I'd run and jump and float. So then you flew to the left. You turned. I couldn't you fly go? while I was invisible. Could you... Yeah, we didn't even try it. Uh, but I skipped that whole rail. I, I got so frustrated. I was you during that rail. I died so much during that rail. Yeah, I died quite a bit during that too. Like, watch. Let me... Oh, wait, no. we do this. I can show you on Twitch later what I did. But no, yeah, then you get to the tent, and it's the final vo- boss fight. And you gotta fight... Uh, it's a three-level boss fight. Yeah, rule of three. Video games have the rule of three. Where you gotta take the thing down three times. You take the avocado up to the other one. And the first one you fight is uh, Oli's dad with the meat cleavers. And he's like this giant buff dude trying mm-hmm. to chop you down. Never mind. Turn you into a meat grinder and then it's like a donut shaped arena with a grinder in the middle. And it turns out you gotta punch him. The way I found out is Ford told me. Through my ear, because I couldn't... I yeah, same. The way I found out was Natalie yelling at me, why aren't you jumping and punching his face? I told her, because every time I jump and I punch, I do a ground smash. She's yeah. like, well, you gotta find a way. And then eventually... The yeah, eventually I climbed on his arm. She's like, there you go. I'm like, well, you could have said that. Yeah, no. Uh, Ford told me to do that. Yeah, same. 
Because you make him smell the bacon. Which is funny. You you made him smell the bacon? I didn't make him smell the bacon. Well, he just he do? just popped out of my ear. Right, because you have to pull out the bacon and he'll pop out of your ear and say, but, hey. but I didn't pop the bacon out. I just kept dying a bunch. Oh, yeah. That's that's what happened to me, too. Yeah, I kept dying a bunch. I just... I died and I died, dude. But now you beat that and you go through, like, this platforming phase with your... With your padre. With your dad. And you beat the... The, platf- the platforming phase. And so you first up- you fight Ollie's dad, then you fight your dad. Well, you don't fight him. You just kind of yeah, climb yeah. Him. Yeah, well, he tries to kill you. Yeah, because you gotta go up that water tower. He tries Which, to he tries to drown you in the water. How did you guys do it? Because you guys said that you didn't collect a lot of the side cards or a lot of the brains. Um, I had like a bunch of health. Like yeah, a lot of the brain I had health. a bunch of health. I, I turned in like six or seven brains. Okay. I had like two. I just rows. turned everything in at the oh. at the end. Yeah, I, I don't remember how many brains I had, but uh, it, it was at least two, like lines. Um, why? You just have to be invisible a lot. Yeah, I realized that at the end. (laughs) But, yeah, if I wasn't invisible, the very last tightrope that you have to walk across where your dad's shooting at you with the juggling pinballs with spikes Mm -hmm. of death on flames, uh, I was out of my invisible power, so I had to, like, run on as fast as, like, as fast as I could. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about it later. I didn't think about it until later, but I wonder if you could drop down and, like... No, it still hits you. It'll still hit you? Okay. Yeah, and then you would fall. Okay. Because that one where it's, like, the three on top of each other, every time you climb up... I just had to endure and just kept going. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept getting hit, I keep going. I'm like, oh, man, I almost died. Um, I died so many times. I, I didn't realize how to... So that one where you... Uh, so you leave that type rope and you have to jump onto that fence... And then you have to, like, float to the next one and float to the next one. No, that one took me a minute to figure out. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Look, Mom, I'm doing it. Um, but then after that, you have to refight the uh, Oli's dad. And, and, and with your dad, while he's throwing dad, the flaming thing. Yeah, who's throwing the flaming And that's what I remembered. I didn't remember the, the first part, but I remember that part. And so I knew I had to throw the flaming things at the knee. Mm-hmm. And then once you defeat all of them, your real dad comes and says, Hey, man, we're cool. I hope you know. And then you're all like, Oh, yeah. You're tripping, dog. You're tripping, dog. He's like, This is how you see me? You think I hate psychics and all that? I use my powers to find you, Raz. Come on, man. Yeah. He's like, Which makes you think, Ed, man. Which makes you think, Is Raz crazy? (laughs) He is. He has his own mind. The water phobia, all the, you know, all the luggage yeah. and everything in the mind that you went into in the tumbler wasn't just Oleander's. You know, some of that was Raz's. Mm-hmm. And you saw by the circus level how messed up it got just the by lady, Raz's alone. I like alone. the fat lady uh, bouncy thing during the platform. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, and then you fight them. They fall into the grinder after your dad... Uh, Pops up and tells you, hey, man, you do what you got to do. They both fall into the grinder. And then the the bosses, the dads, they merge together into this giant monster with cleavers on fire. Yeah. And then your dad's like, all right, Raz, 
This is all I got. Don't mess it up. Here you go. He's like, what are you doing? And he just gives him all his psyche power. And you just have a giant projection of Raz. It's a a Scott Pilgrim monkey. Yeah. Energy Raz. The Takayashi brothers? or He's just like this energy monster. You're like a kaiju again, but out of energy. And it like disappears and comes back every once in a while. Yeah, you gotta let the power uh, recharge. Yeah. Once you beat that, it's over. Natalie yelled at me in that one. She's like, why didn't you attack him? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, what do you mean? He was cowarding right there. And I'm like, I didn't catch that right there. I'm fighting for my life. She sure yelled at you a lot, man. Yeah. It's kind of been... Kind of been your, you need to talk to Natalie. That's your <laughs> right now, dog. I try. But no, no. After that, the coach gives a speech on how he's not crazy anymore and how he's sorry, and mm. you get a inducted into as an official psychonaut because they're like, "Hey, nobody's supposed to be able to do all this shit in a weekend." You're in, dog. You're in, man. And then. uh Immediately. Immediately they're like, oh, the main Psychonaut guy has been kidnapped. And Lily's like, Dad? And, and Raz like, is like, oh, man. And Nine, Mia, and Ford are like, all right, man. We got to go. Let's get, let's go. They talk to Ford. He's like, can you transport us? And, and he goes like, back to being arm. crazy. Yeah. The reason he explained he explained it, uh, when you first go into the his secret lair, he's like, all right. So when I'm in my lair, close to this uh, psychodamia or whatever, the psych rock, um, I'm pretty normal. You don't have to worry about me. That's how he explains his personas, yeah. But when I leave this place, you can't... I can't... uh, My mind goes somewhere else. I'm someone else. I get blocked. And you're like, alright. Nine is like, hey, Ford, can you take us? And he's like, nah. Ford just says something crazy. Yeah, he says, get off my lawn. And Oleander's like, okay, well, I guess we're taking the jet. And they just have, like, an X-Men jet out of nowhere. Yeah, that's the best reference. Yeah, it's like, na-na-na-na-na. We are the Psychonauts. And that's the end of the game. You hit credits on Psychonauts. Yeah. So, would you guys recommend this game? Would you guys... What would you guys give it? How many uh, children out were out there? Out of, out, of ten, out of ten children's brains, how many is it? I say all the children's brains. Yeah, I think this it's is, a great game. I think for me it's a ten out of ten children's brains. It aged pretty well uh, for the time it came out. The way they used the 3D graphics where you have to do the camera angling to find out how to get up this platform. That was great. The story was great. It was really funny. I really enjoyed all the voice actors. My favorite part about this game is that Tara Strong is the voice of Shigor. So She's rare because you think she would be the voice of uh, Lily. Yeah. So the whole time you're playing this game, well, towards the end, this lady is just... You hear Twilight talking, you hear Miss Menets talking from Loki, the Loki show. I don't know. Just Tara Strong is such a great voice actress. Actor? Actress? I'm feeling pretty strong about Tara Strong. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Would you recommend 10 out of 10 yeah, children's yeah, brains? Yeah. So you yeah. agree with Dr. Lobato? Yeah, man. Get them brains. Yeah. Fix them teeth. 
And now you guys can play Psychonauts 2. Which is perfect. Or you could watch their five minute intro video, but we didn't tell you that till the end. Ah. Ha 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 ha. Oh, the first, oh, the second game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started it yesterday at his house. Natalie started it two days ago when it came out at our house. Yeah, because he was like, I was like, I wonder what it looks like on my TV. It looks so much better. On his TV, it looks like claymation. On my TV, it looked like a really good graphic remake of the first game. No claymation at all. Natalie's like, it looks like like the first game. Like, bro, it looks like clay. But no, with that, 10 out of 10 children's brains. Check out Psychonauts. Uh, We're going to be doing an even harder, longer platformer. Because we didn't learn the first time. Nope. It should be easier on a more modern console. It's also a remaster. It's also really fun. Yeah. This is one that I actually played when it came out. It's the best Mario game in the whole series. Super Mario Mario RPG. Oh. Mario (laughs) RPG is pretty good, too. Yeah, it's hard to get a hold of. Well, I have it on my little Super NES. I don't have it. Super Nice, little cutie Super Nice. But yeah, Mario Sunshine. Mario Sunshine, take go to the Island Delfino with us. That is the game that I pick, so I'll be starting the streams for that soon. So hopefully I see you there on Twitch, Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, It is on Switch. If not, remember to check out the normal show, Nerd Talk Plus, uh, on your favorite podcasting sites, along with Game Club. And we, we're thinking about, like, maybe it's not monthly, but it's still a game club, you know? So it takes us... It I took, mean, this took us about a month to beat, but that control took us a lot longer than a month to beat. But you gotta think, how much how much time did I put in the Township Tale and other games? If I would have... I always end up doing it at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But no, we're, we're figuring out the format, but the next one's Mario Sunshine, so look forward to that. Uh, remember you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram where you find pictures of stuff and tweets of stuff and sometimes funny stuff and also check out the Facebook where you can find memes and just our little community so thank you guys for listening see you next time bye bye don't sneeze your brains out <laughs>